Squeakly feed. Music news, March 14th, Kyle Meredith, Miss Erin Keene. Hello. Hello. What's up? Uh, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Good I'm to gonna, be back. I'm going to lay it out here. Uh, it's, good, it's good to have you back. This, is, uh, this might be the last time. Uh, okay. Like the Rolling Stones say. I'm going to bring that back later, we too. We better make it count. Yeah, uh, so so this is uh, the next to last episode of Music News Show, uh, retiring it, and we'll talk about that more, uh, weekly feed stuff later. Business. Uh, but before we get into that, tell me the update on the book, because I know there's updates now on the, on the new book. The book is out. The book, the book is, is out. The book is available. It mm-hmm. is called Demolition of the Promised Land, um, and it is a book of poems that features uh, Bruce Springsteen as a sort of power animal. Mm. Honestly, a bit of a power a bit of a animal. guide, a bit of a guru, a power animal, really. See, when you say it like that, I instantly think of him singing "I'm on fire" and what that would mean in that sense of being a power animal. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? God, come on! You can't Sweat. defile Bruce. You can't defile Bruce like Sweat. that. No, you can't. I'm thinking of it more in the like sort of dippy new age yoga spirituality okay. kind of sense. I once covered that song with me singing, but I did it as an impersonation of Gordon Gano from Violent Films, as if he would do it. That sounds like the creepiest thing. Yeah, I've ever it was heard. the creepiest. Thing. I put a lot of reverb on it too. It was great. Ugh. Can't find it, unfortunately. Uh, let's do some music news. So South by Southwest, uh, it, it's happened. Uh, yes. It's happened, uh, it, and and we, while we're taping this, it's actually in the middle of happening, and it, it was crazy because uh, there was there was a crazy driver thing. Yeah, this guy was um, fleeing from the police. Were trying to pull him over for a traffic infraction, I believe, and um, the guy turned. Um, it's po- maybe the wrong way down a one way street or something. He I did, mean, he yep. yeah, he really he took off. He was trying to evade the police and he hit um a couple of folks on a moped who died killed them yeah um and there are more than 20 people who are injured some of whom um the reports right now say they're injured critically so um who are all like coming out of a club i mean this is horrible this is one of the, i mean obviously it's one of the worst things that could ever happen uh, in a music festival if you've been to south by uh, if you've never been to south by it's it's kind of you know imagine what you know about mardi gras there's just Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people just crammed onto these little streets, and they're all walking down the street. The image, the the image I have of a car going through there is is just horrible. Yeah, it's a little different of a setup than a festival like Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza, where people are sort of sequestered off of, um, you know, kind of off the streets and in just like a big pedestrian crowd. I mean, South by is a it's an urban festival, for lack of a better word. People are moving around from all different kinds of venues, you know, and they're um, distracted also. Excuse me. They're distracted also, you know, because you're at a music festival. There's a lot going on. Um, But then, you know, when something like this kind of happens way out of left field, you know, nobody nobody expects that. Right. It's unfortunate to think that this is going to be one of the things that's remembered about South by 2014. Uh, I I heard somebody saying and I don't know, you know, how this settles or whatever. But, um, you know, as everybody pours out into the street, uh, Kurt Vile is still playing in the club next door and he's unintentionally soundtracking this because that's all you could hear. I mean, everybody is just quiet on the street as they're trying to figure out what's going on and and, and this acoustic strumming of Kurt Vile. It's like wow. that's, that's kind of sitting with someone, you know? That's yeah. That's going to be the tie. I mean, the reports right now are that the motorist was quite possibly intoxicated, yeah. too. So that's, uh, I mean, that's Yeah, another... he's, he's going to go to jail for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, as he tried to he jump did... out of the car after... After the after he hit the people, he jumped out of the car and started running. Wow! And the cops tackled him pretty quickly and tasered him. They had to taser him because he still kept trying to get away. So yeah, uh, the the what they're charging him with, you know, manslaughter and and then assault and everything else. Yeah, he's he's gonna be in jail for a while. 
Jeez. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Neil Young, he announced that he was going to finally put out this uh, this music player. We can't call it an MP3 player because that's what he was angry at, angry MP3s. To what format shall we be listening to our digital files on Uncle Neil's um, Zoom knockoff. <laughs> so he's created a new format. Oh, he has. This is this is a new format that he's created. It is uh, the sound quality uh, is better than MP3s. It's better than CD quality. Uh, this is in an era, you know, where where a lot of folks are saying that uh, they're turning back to vinyl. Uh, think maybe for the fun of it, maybe for the nostalgia, maybe because they actually care about sound quality. For me, uh, I, I hate to admit, like you know, I don't know what I'm not hearing. Hmm. So Neil Young says that you miss like 50% of what was recorded from MP3s. And for me, it's like, well, I don't know that. That's how the song sounds to me. I don't know that this is a bad quality. So what's going to make somebody go out and spend $400 on a Pono player? Pono. Yeah, the thing is, is that most people aren't going to do that. Most people are not interested. What they're interested in is the is the convenience and portability of listening to their music now on their phones. So you have one less thing. Like mm-hmm. nobody even has an iPod anymore. Like your mom has an iPod shuffle to take to curves, right? But like people don't have. People aren't like I have to have my phone and an iPod. They're like I have my phone to listen to all of my MP3s on my phone. It's the thing I carry around with me. So. Like, I mean, good luck to him, but I feel like this is not only 10 years too late, but also it's going to it's going to be a specialty item, I would guess. I mean, you know, the the people who it's mostly it's musicians who can tell what you're missing because they Mm -hmm. spend a lot of time listening to studio recordings on really great headphones played back for them and they know what they're missing. Um, But I'm not convinced that 99.999% of the consumer market is going to notice. It's true. It uh, is worth notice, uh, worth mentioning rather that uh, that he he put out a Kickstarter campaign to get the Pono player off the ground. Uh, needed to run ha- uh, needed to raise half a million dollars. Ended up raising eight hundred thousand uh, dollars in less than ten hours, and it's still going. People can still donate. He got a lot of other big name artists to also put it out there. I know Arcade Fire was promoting it, and just tons of others anyway. So that's kind of not surprising. I mean, eight hundred thousand dollars is nothing to laugh at. No, that's a it's, lot, you know. But you could probably raise that by shaking the arcade fire <laughs> couch cushions out, right? I mean, it's probably just a lot. Of, a lot of musicians and sound engineers and producers who are like, "That sounds great." Yeah. Is anybody going to buy it after they get their pre-order from the Kickstarter in? I mean, probably not enough to make a yeah. dent. But you know, you might see it in Sky Mall later. It's true. I it, personally, I would love. I would just love to see it happen. Why not? You know, that it's great. It's is his heart's in the right place. Sure. I do think so. Uh, but I agree with you. I, I I would love to own one myself, but I don't expect that people are going to go out and buy it. I like the idea of Neil Young somewhere in like a little lab, you know, <laughs> really like cooking up his own digital compression format. Yeah, yeah, I feel like his lab coat is probably plaid flannel. You think so? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And and now that I think about that, that's actually just a bathrobe. <laughs> All right, uh, Keith Richards, he of Rolling Stones fame. Uh, is has written a children's book. What? Now, when I think of all the musicians, let's let's center on musicians. When I think of all the musicians in the world that I think, wouldn't it be great if they wrote a children's book? Who doesn't come to mind is Keith Richards. He's no Colin Malloy. <laughs> I'll just say that. He is not? I think we can all agree they're completely different. Like, I wouldn't let Keith Richards babysit my child. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really sure I would also, like, read a book to um, my hypothetical child, my nieces or nephews, you know? I'm not sure that I would, like, be like, hey, Keith Richards, can you look after my dog for an hour? Yeah. Because, I don't know. Because even a PSA about drugs to your kids, he would end up inadvertently promoting them, telling them all the awesome times he had. I mean, look at him. He's thrived. 
Yeah, I mean, the dude's 9,000 years old. And... Right. He's the worst cautionary <laughs> tale, actually. It's not a cautionary tale. He's actually like a celebratory tale. All right. In all seriousness, the book is about uh, he and his grandfather. His grandfather gave him his first guitar, and that's about me and my granddad and how I got my first guitar. And it's about a grandfather and the relationship that a child has with uh, with her grandparents. I think that's really sweet because all of the Stones fans are grandpas now, so that's they true. can give this to their grandchildren, and there's like a built-in market I for that. I think Mick Jagger is actually a great-granddad. Seriously. I'm pretty sure he's a great-granddad. Mick Jagger is actually 340 years old. He's actually the vampire Lestat, if you didn't know that. <laughs> so um, he has many, many, many lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's end it with something very, very important. This has actually got to take the cake as the most important news that we have on the uh, music news this week. At least important to editors and copy editors. <laughs> Kesha has dropped the dollar sign for her name and Whoa. will henceforth just be known as Kesha. Now, on the radio, you can't tell the difference because they both sound like S's, but um, in print it's and online, you will definitely be able to tell because it's just an S instead yeah. of a dollar sign. Yeah, yeah. This comes on the heels. Uh, this is a new trend. I think Jay-Z and CeeLo have both dropped the hyphen. I love that everybody is like, you know what? Come on, guys, AP style. Now, if we could just get Sufjan Stevens and Arcade Fire to agree on the Oxford comma issue, um, which Vampire Weekend has already weighed in on, thanks, guys, then I think that we could, you know, we could all really come to like a unified, um, unified indie rock, hip hop, pop style manual. Yeah. I mean, the exclamation points started going away a few years ago. So, you know, it's panic. It's on the swing. Yes, no more panic. It's just panic. Just panic. Just like average run-in-the-mill panic. Although I've got the suspicion I think they brought it back. I think they weren't feeling as excited anymore. Hmm. Maybe it's a little bit too mopey. They had the mopey record. They're like, no, we need the energy. Where did I? Oh, oh, it's because we lost the exclamation point. Well, you could always move an exclamation point. Panic at the disco. (laughs) Panic at the disco. Panic at the disco. You could really uh, just do Ron Burgundy style and replace every exclamation point with a question mark. Panic at the disco? Panic at the disco? <laughs> Are you sure about that? All right, Aaron Keene, thank you. Well, thank you so much for this week, and thank you for your service to your country. Thank you, Kyle. And for all these years on the Music News Show. All right. It uh, won't be the last time we hear on the weekly feed, but uh, for now, we'll see you around. See ya. The, the weekly, weekly feed. feed.